G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, an opportunity today to hear the heartbeat of leaders at Vision Christian Media. As you may know, we're on the eve of Visionathon. There's a theme this week that reflects the heart of the ministry. It's about firm foundations building a legacy of true hope. Phil Edwards is the CEO of Vision, and undoubtedly you'll hear lots from Phil through the week ahead. Uh, But Phil is joining us today to uh, to take us through some nuts and bolts and an opportunity for you as a listener to be able to ask the sorts of questions that you might have about Vision Radio. And really, if you're going to be making a donation, you might like to have some questions answered. So Phil Edwards, special welcome along to you. Good morning, Neil. You shouldn't tempt me with phrases like nuts and bolts. I'm always getting in trouble for spending too much money at Bunnings. Uh, All right. (laughs) I like getting hands on and doing things. But, you know, this is an opportunity before we start Visionathon for listeners to engage with you, perhaps on a deeper level than we get to, because when when we get into the week ahead, uh, we'll be telling stories. We'll be talking about uh, people giving gifts, making donations. Uh, We'll be celebrating the fact that there are so many people around the nation who are supporting us. Today, let's have a serious conversation. Let me hit you with uh, the hard questions early. When we talk about a goal of $971,000, some people might say, with a goal like that, there must be a crisis. Is there a crisis at Vision Radio? Well, I can tell you, Neil, there is a crisis in our nation, uh, and that's a crisis for the need for truth. And I am buoyed by the fact uh, that Vision continues to grow against a narrative in in our society that says, God is dead. God is irrelevant. Uh, he's, you know, he's not even worth thinking about. People uh, that support this ministry think very differently. Now, the reason why I give you that context, I'm not trying to give you the political answer of avoiding the question, but I give you that context to say is that reflect that figure is reflective of the size of the ministry. Uh, when I first started here uh, back, you know, what was it, 2004. Uh, you know, at that point, we we were very small. We had a, a team of about fifteen people uh, in terms of stations. I think we we're up to about one hundred and fifty, all very low powered stations. Uh, you know, it it was small, but it's grown like crazy since then. And yes, you're right. Nine nine hundred and seventy one thousand dollars is a big pot of money. Uh, it's a lot of money for any individual. But when we join together, it's actually only a very small amount of money. Let me put it into context for you. We have uh, 706 uh, relay stations around the country. Do the maths, Neil. It's about $1,375 per community. Now, I would challenge anybody to say the significance that vision brings is achievable by any other means for that small amount of money. $1,375 is actually not very much at all. 
And if I could refresh your short memory, Neil, (laughs) this time last year, so the last Visionathon we had in November, we had a goal of $600,000, which was exceeded uh, by an amazing uh, margin. We raised over $700,000. This time last year in June, the ones in the middle of the year tend to be a bit bigger, probably because of the timing of the end of the tax year and and people are are looking to to take advantage of that. Uh, We had a goal of $900,000. And by June 30, we actually saw just over a million dollars came in. So th- these aren't this isn't territory we haven't been in before. There is no crisis, and uh, it's an odd number, $971,000. How do we come up with that figure? Well, that's what we need. That's what we need to continue uh, running the ministry. But when we all work together, it's completely achievable, and we've seen that in the past, and, and God is good. I was going to say, why didn't you just round it up to the even million but uh, but 971,000 is a figure that has been bandied around, discussed, uh, no doubt even argued about. But uh, this is what the top levels of vision have come to and said, this is the figure that we need to set for the goal. And, uh, and 971, it's got a certain ring to it, hasn't it? <laughs> well, it is. It, it's a funny number. I mean, you're right. Why didn't we just round it up or round it down or something? But we actually just want to put it out there as uh, as saying, this is what we need. This is the amount that we need in the budget, uh, and will you help us to, to do that? We want to be completely transparent with everything, uh, and you know we try and do that as much as uh, as is as is possible, uh, and that is what we need. So uh, we thought, well, let's just put it out there. And vision has grown over these last twenty odd years to a point, as you say, seven hundred and six. Uh, communities that have a vision station, and the feedback that we get. Uh, is that there? there is a really tremendous effect that is happening uh, in the lives of individuals, in the lives of churches, and when it comes mm. to the biggest ethical battles that are going on in what people call a culture war, somehow or other, at Vision, we've become a part of uh, what is setting a, a biblical foundation for what people understand about the issues our nation's facing. Uh, we have grown, haven't we, into a place where Vision's become much more influential than it was in those earlier years. Yeah, and influence really is uh, is what uh, God calls us to do. You know, he calls us to, uh, whether it's in our relationships one to another, with our own children, uh, with our families, uh, with the people we work with, we, he calls us to actually influence them toward him. That's the heart of the Great Commission. You know, when he said to go into all the world, preach the gospel and make disciples, that is influence. And vision, yes, it has, it has grown, but we have a lot more growing to do. Uh, you know, if I look at us in context to, uh, you know, other, uh, broadcasters and, and media outlets in this country, uh, look at the ABC as, as a classic, uh, uh, case in point. Uh, they have budgets of billions of dollars to do what they do. Now, you know, I, I would dearly love to, to have even just a, a portion of that, Neil. Uh, to, because it would allow us to do so much more. But, you know, as as the uh, resources are released, we're able to do more. And if I look at what is happening through Vision today, what God's doing around the country is is quite staggering compared to where we've come from, which, you know, was small beginnings. Don't despise the, the day of small beginnings. And, you know, we believe firmly that that there is so much more that God has in store for this ministry as a uh, an influential um, uh organization in this country, no, not an organization, actually an influential body of people uh, in this country who band together and say, yes, we believe together. We have found something that is transformative 
and we want to take it to the nation. And how better to do that, to reach people where they're at, than through things like broadcast media, online, print, and all the things that Vision does. Let's stay with the finances just for a little longer because I want to get into some of these issues to do with firm foundations. But stay with finances for a few moments here because there's probably a bit of a myth that might float around that somehow rather Vision has some backing that comes by way of federal uh, government funding or grants or something that must keep this whole thing afloat. And yet, when I look at the website, there's a little graph there when you're on the opening page and you're checking out what's going on with the Visionathon, and uh, and it's a little pie graph. And you note that the majority of the funding for Vision comes from People listening to our conversation today, mums and dads, uh, individuals who are interested in the welfare of the nation, uh, who are interested in the gospel of Jesus Christ. And uh, I think it's up over 80% of all of the funds come from people who are making donations. Yeah, we put that there, Neil, because who doesn't like pie for a start? Yeah. <laughs> but 82% is, uh, is what uh, it, it takes, 82% donations uh, that cover our uh, our expenses. Uh, the rest are from sales of products so through our store. You buy something there. Uh, but that's really that's a nil sum game because uh, it's break even uh, pretty much the cost of the products and the cost of providing it. Um, so it doesn't really make a profit. Uh, and then advertising sales. So you hear uh, messages on the air or you, in the word for today, you'll sometimes see uh, there's uh, displays there uh, and it's uh, for other ministries and so on. But it's predominantly donations that has been the story of this ministry. This has been a journey of faith. And when we approach something like Visionathon. We actually don't know where the support is going to come from. We go into this not having a big bag of cash uh, already ready to go and and things set up where you know we're going to put incentives in the in the marketplace for you to respond. We don't do any of that. We just stand here and go, God, you are our provider. You'll provide through your people. You've done it before, and we have confidence that you will do it again. Is it fair enough to say that vision avoids the idea of manipulation, this idea, as you say, some sort of contrived program of uh, incentives in there that you know somehow twists the arm of the listener and uh, in some way that would be a little deceptive and, uh, and there's certainly a sense that I get uh, in the ministry that we avoid that like the plague and we want authenticity to be uh, the signal that says uh, we want listeners to support, not because we're going to twist your arm in some way. Yeah, look, there's a lot of of things that happen in fundraising um, that I think are borderline at best and and bad practice at at worst uh, that you've seen uh, over the years in all sorts of different forms. Uh, And even, you know, there's a lot of... uh, other charities that engage people on commissions and different things to raise funds. We don't do any of that stuff. You know, we we invite people to support us. Uh, we we attempt to communicate well what the need is. We attempt to communicate well how God is using what we're doing, and then we'll leave it up to you to to make the decision. Uh, we want to thank you well if you do support uh, us, and you know that's where we will communicate. Uh, with people, uh, with all of those things. But at the end of the day, it's it's about people responding because they know this is actually a good thing. God's called us to go and be salt and light in the community. Uh, and that's what Vision is is attempting to do. If I bring it back to Scripture for you, Neil, uh, there's a key Scripture that we've rallied around a lot here since day one, and that is Psalm 96, verses 2 and 3, which I love this Scripture because of its multifaceted nature. It says, first of all, sing to the Lord, praise his name. That's what we want to do straight away. 
each day proclaim the good news that he saves. Again, that's what we're doing through this ministry. Publish his glorious deeds among the nations. Tell everyone about the amazing things that he does. That's Psalm 96 verses 2 and 3. And it, it really wraps up everything that we do here at Vision. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. If you're just joining us, the CEO of Vision, Phil Edwards, is our special guest this hour. We are on the eve of Visionathon. And tomorrow through till Friday, there's a goal of $971,000 that there'll be all sorts of people, your favourite presenters, in fact, on the air through the day and talking about all sorts of things that might be an inspiration to you to make a donation. Phil, while we're talking nuts and bolts and asking some of the tough stuff today rather than uh, talking about uh, those inspirational things that will no doubt come through quite significantly through the rest of the week. Let me ask you about some of the things from the past. It hasn't always been smooth sailing and uh, we might argue it's not smooth sailing today either but it hasn't always been smooth sailing. It's been a bit of a roller coaster, hasn't it? Uh, Support from listeners and then uh, times of hardship where it seemed as though the, f- the finances weren't going to stretch uh, to pay the bills. Uh, over the years, we're talking a 20-year uh, period here with uh, uh, with Vision Broadcasting. Uh, what are your reflections on some of the challenges being faced in the past? Well, it's always been a, a, a uh, journey of faith. And the year that really sticks out to me as being you know, that tough year was 2005. So this is a few years ago now. It was, was fairly early days for us. We'd perhaps bitten off a bit more than we could chew, and it was coming back to um, uh, to bite us, perhaps. I want to mix my metaphors there, but um, we had to really do some soul-searching. And I remember uh, there were you know, some saying, look, we've just got to wrap this thing up. It's it's not viable. It's it's not going to work. Um, but uh, all credit, particularly to Ian Warby, uh, at the CEO at the time, uh, he basically said over my dead body, you know, God's called us to do this and he will provide a way forward. And um, he came back and, and, and again, this is a, an indication of how we've, we've grown. Uh, he came back from hearing uh, somebody speak at a conference and he just felt that, that uh, during that time, God spoke to him very clearly with one very specific thing and it was the amount of money to raise. And if I, my memory serves me correctly, it was $400,000. Um, and it was a ridiculous proposition at the time. Uh, we hadn't raised anywhere near that uh, beforehand, but we just went on the air and said, this is our need, and if you're with us, will you support us? And uh, the money came in. And that was a real shot in the arm. And we've seen that time and again a few times. where We've been a bit close to the wire, but um, but God continues to supply. And that's, uh, you know, we, we do our part. We As we follow him faithfully, he does supply through his people. And I know that that has extended out to individuals who've perhaps out of their own circumstance of lack or uh, need. I was talking with someone the other day who's a, a, a great supporter of the ministry, been very faithful, and they were saying it's a bit like the children of Israel. You know, when they, they were being chased down by a million Israelites, and, uh, and, and sometimes it's like that for us in business, and we're being chased down by a million dollars worth of debt or something, and we're looking for a way through, and we just can't see it. We just have to keep focus on God, and He will provide the way through, just like He did, uh, you know, opening up a path that wasn't there. That there's no way that the Israelites could have possibly imagined that the sea would open up, that they'd be able to walk through on dry ground as well, and then that their enemy would actually be swallowed up completely afterward. And and I know many people have seen that time and time again as they have stepped out in faith with us. 
You know, there's a number of ways you can look at the need for finance uh, fundraising and the way that that's used, the way it's used in administration. Some people will think as Christians uh, because it's like a faith ministry. Therefore, uh, you get to the end of your tether and uh, you call out for God uh, to help and uh, people uh, rise to the occasion because it's been like loud faith and people all of a sudden come to the fore as though, uh, you know, that's sort of, you know, well, we're just doing this just to keep you afloat. This other uh, dimension, though, that one that we might understand has a foundation of stewardship, mm. uh, says you need to set a course uh, for the finances, for a firm foundation for the future, uh, so that there's even uh, a few provisions for a rainy day uh, it, when times do get uh, some somewhat sluggish. There is a certain sense in which we've adjusted the way we do business to be more along this line of stewardship rather than calling out for help when there's a crisis. Well, we've been very blessed that uh, we've had great provision uh, from the Lord, and I think it's because we're doing great ministry. You know, People respond to that. Because as they are ministered to, they see this is good soil to to sow into, and that's put us into a position where yes, we do have you know, good stability as an organisation. There there is no crisis. Your opening question, Neil, yeah. there is no crisis. Let me tell you that. But I tell you, there is a huge need that we are uh, meeting in the community, and and the need is ultimately that people would know the the true hope of God, that they would know the truth, uh, and it would set them free. But there is a balance there, Neil. You still have to, you, you can't manage things so well that you actually lose sight of God because then you've gone off track. You've still got to hear from him. You've got to seek him. You've got to listen for his voice. And I'm sure there will be times to come in the future where we have to step out and do something which is just crazily scary, but we, we feel uh, convicted of God that that's the thing that he's calling us to do. So it, it's a balance. God has a way, doesn't he, of reminding us that he's the one who is the provider. So if we feel like we're doing this in our own strength, somehow or other, God will have a way of bringing his glory to bear in a situation. And sometimes that means that, you know, you actually are left dangling a little. Uh, but we're at a point at this particular time, I think what listeners can hear you saying is that uh, things are going well right now and we're very conscious not to forget the Lord our God because things are in a good a good place right now. Mm. You know, we, we don't want a crisis, you know, and that's why we're saying, hey, this is our need. This is to keep things going uh, and for vision to keep growing as it has been. We've seen a, an amazing period of growth over the last well, 10 years, consistently every year. I, I Don't quote me on the, the average, but it would be in the order of 10% uh, a year that we've been growing in all sorts of different measures, Some sometimes more, sometimes a little bit less. Uh, and we just want to keep on doing that because we're passionate to reach every Australian. You know, that, our dream really is around this whole idea of taking the true hope of God's word to every Australian, making it freely available to every Australian. What better way to do that than through things like broadcast media and the internet and printed publications and everything else that Vision does. As we prepare to launch into another Vision-a-thon, not taking this lightly, but how things might play out from day one starting tomorrow. Well, I just don't know how it is going to play out, Neil, but... Um what I would encourage people to do is to pray about how you should respond. What part will you play in this? Um, there's a need that you've been made aware of, and we all find this challenging when, there, when a need comes across our path, that we have to move from, oh, someone should do something about that, to, oh, maybe I'm the one being asked to do something about that. So that, that's the, the line that we all need to cross. And uh, myself, my wife and I have actually been having this exact same conversation uh, about 
how we should respond to uh, to Visionathon this week. And I know that many of our other team members here on staff will be doing the same. So that's what we're asking listeners to do. Um, and then how that will play out, well, that's in God's hands. And we've seen some pretty amazing things um, in years past. And I can tell you that it's a combination of people giving what they can and stepping out in faith. And it, every every part of it is actually important. You know, whether you're giving $5, whether you're giving $50,000, it is all important. What God looks at is the heart. And we've seen, um, you know, single mums. I remember a few years ago there was a, a single mum who gave, I think it was about twenty five to $30,000, uh, if, if I remember. And, and it was, you know, her husband had been killed in a tragic accident and she was just crying out to God. And it was part of her expression of worship to God in giving this money to be used for his purposes through vision. Uh, we've seen business people and farmers and builders and um, everyday people who've, again, taken a step, you know, some in just a, a crazy way where they've gone, I feel like God is saying to me to do something to really put my faith in him. I want to match every donation that comes in for the next you know, couple of hours or whatever it might be. Uh, and there's no limit on that. And I look at that and go, wow, to have that kind of faith is incredible. And we just see that people respond to that. So how it will play out, I'm not sure. If you remember the last Visionathon in November, Neil, um, a little boy with uh, with his lunch money was the, the inspiration. And it does seem to be that every Visionathon, and everyone's different, but there's oftentimes a story that just captivates hearts. Mm. And uh, this one that you're talking about, and I know we've got a little bit of uh, a recording of some of the things that went on. Uh, how do you set this up as, uh, as as what actually happened last Visionathon? Because it was a very exciting time, a very moving time, in fact. It was. Uh, and I just think the, the innocence of this little boy and the way that it reflected uh, another little boy in the scriptures is is what people uh, people's hearts were captured by, and I think it'll it'll talk for itself as it plays. Neil, well, let's have a little listen in. This was a little boy called Lucas. Last Visionathon. Now, Lucas, you've just taken a very big step for you, and have called our number. And what have you done? Um. Well, I usually have a fish burger, but I decided to give it to Vision so all Australians can be a Christian. Oh. So you have taken your lunch money from today and sacrificed a fish burger so you can give money to Vision so people can hear about Jesus. Yes. If that's oh. not evangelism, I don't know what is. Wow. And we've got Lucas's mum on the phone today. Your heart must be absolutely just bursting. It makes you feel wonderful. You can provide opportunities for them to serve, but to be honest, Mandy, it was his suggestion. Wow. He remembers from the last vision of Son, um, everyone that was able to make contributions, and as a result, he's been waiting for the opportunity to play his part. We had a call just a little while ago from uh, some faithful supporters who have taken big steps before. They've said, we get this big steps idea and we want to encourage other people to do the same. For everyone who gives $1,000 or more in the next hour, they're actually going to add $1,000 to your gift. 
four more. Wow. Wow. So what is that now? 38? That's amazing. We've had, in the last 56 minutes, 38 families that have taken a big step and given $1,000 or more. And there's been an extra $1,000 added onto each one of those donations. Amazing. $50,000 has been added on to take our tally to 282,766. Wow. You can ring the bell for that one, Becky. That is amazing. There was another couple who was so incredibly inspired by your little Lucas that they, in turn, decided that they were going to give $50,000 if um, and, you know other people gave $1,000 or more. And so in the space of about an hour, we had 50 other people donated $1,000 or more, then they matched it. So Lucas actually inspired an additional $100,000 being donated to Vision of Mandy, he told me that that would happen. He said... I hope I have encouraged people. I hope people are encouraged and that they copy my good behaviours. Well, they did. Let me tell you, they did. (laughs) It is just amazing, Phil Edwards. And really, it was one of those fish and loaves stories because, you know, the 21st century version of fish and loaves is a fish burger. Mm. Uh, you know, you've got a bun, you've got the fish in between, and and that little boy, Lucas, uh, really gave up his fish and loaves, and really what he saw was just a landslide of people who were wanting to be a part of what was so inspiring from just a little boy. Yeah, my the hair on my arm was standing up as I was listening to that because it is, it's exciting. Uh, and God wants to use anybody. He actually wants to use you. He wants to use me. And he, he needs us to actually make ourselves available. He's given each of us uh, gifts and abilities. He's given each of us resources. The question is, what are we going to do with them? Are we are we going to use them all for food, or are we going to use some for seed for, seed, for sowing? You know, that's what uh, farmers have to decide as they uh, gather the seed in from their harvest. They they use some for food, but they keep some back for seed, so they can plant another harvest and another harvest and another harvest. And that's what God calls us to do. Uh, and how exciting was that last time? The, the other thing that really sticks out for me in, in listening to that is just the way that the, the few days unfolded. You know, in the middle there, Robbo mentioned, you know, that takes us to 200 and something thousand. You know, at that point, we were still going, wow, we've still got a long way to go. But look where we ended up. We, we overshot the, uh, the, the total. And, and at the end, it was just kind of hilarious giving that, that happened in that last Visionathon. And we have every expectation that God is going to be with us as we enter Visionathon this time. And the, the key thing right now is will you pray? Will you ask God, how should I respond? Well, our talkback line is open. You might have a question or a comment and could be about anything to do with Vision Christian Radio, Vision Christian Media. There's a Facebook comment from Mike who says, Surely VCM, Vision Christian Media, is his ministry, which he wants you and others to be involved with and fund, rather than you, us, wanting to get God interested enough to supply. Uh, now, if you can make sense of uh, of what Mike is sharing there, I think he's saying that, uh, you know, this is something we take on ourselves as a responsibility. Mm-hmm. It's a response from something that God is doing, and, uh, and our response really comes to, uh, well, I could ignore that, or I could get in- involved in whatever part I can play. Mm. We're certainly not doing this as some means of uh, trying to get God's attention to say, will you, will you supply? God will work however he chooses to work. And we've seen 
lots of different miracles in different things, and, and we see lots of supply even when we don't ask for it. Um, but at the same time, it is actually a, a very biblical thing to, to gather people together and focus their attention around the thing that, that God has actually asked us to do. And at the core of what he's asked us to do is to share his love, to share his truth with the world. Uh, and it's also a very biblical thing to, to ask for support, uh, to say, uh, to, to almost even have an expectation of support for, from those uh, who you minister, to whom you minister. As there's a number of examples of that in the scriptures. Um, but we put it out there as an invitation. Uh, we, we certainly don't say, hey, you know, we expect that people will do this. Uh, we somehow begrudgingly, uh, you know, think that you should, you should give out of, uh, out of gratitude. People just do that. And our part is really just putting the story out there to say, God's called us to work together. He's using what we're doing. And as you support, we believe he's going to bless you in ways that you can't imagine as well. We're taking calls. 1-800-316-316. Let's take a call from Anderson in Mount Barker. Hello, Anderson. Welcome along. Mate, how are you doing? Very well. Anderson, what are your thoughts for this preparation that we're going through now, ready to launch into another vision-a-thon? Uh, well, I expect um, miraculous things will happen. But look, um, Neil, Phil, I just called for one purpose, and that was just simply to say thank you. Oh, good on you, Anderson. What you, you listen? You listen to us. I know you've. Uh, I hear you pop up on the radio now and again, and uh, have a, have a few jokes along the way, which is good. You're a good part of the Vision family, mate. What, what specifically? Uh, mate, we're in a world that's just basically said up yours to God, basically, and um, you know um, to have a voice out there that uh, presents the truth. Um, it's not a good thing. It's a, it's a vital thing. Mm. Um, and I, honestly, I think I think um, I suspect that uh, vision would be a lifeline for a lot of people. Um, yeah, I, I yeah. I mean, I value what you do. I just want to say thank you. It's as simple as that, mate. Oh, thanks, Anderson. I really, it, it, that's encouraging. Actually, can I just tell you the impact of of when people do say thank you is huge. Uh, I was um, I had the privilege of being in Kalgoorlie the week before last. Uh, just last weekend uh, before last, for the Will Graham outreach. And the number of people that came up to me and said, oh, thank you, Vision. Thank, thank you, Phil, for what, for what you and your team do. Uh, it means so much to us in our lives. Uh, and one particular was um, a gentleman and his wife and two sons who bailed us up. We were getting some stuff out of the back of the car, and we had the, the shirts on with the logos and so on. And he comes over, oh, Vision, how you going, mate? Oh, thank you so much, you know. We've just driven up from Tambalup, which is about 700 k's from, yeah, from, uh, camp, from Kalgoorlie. And he said, look, it's only a little town. There's about 500 people that, uh, that live in town there. There's one church, and there are four people in that church. You guys don't understand the value of what you do in our town, in our lives as Christians in that town. You fill the gaps, and we're just so grateful for it. And I'm like, wow. you know. And even now, again, I've got the hairs are standing up my arms here as I'm, as I'm talking about this because – you know the what what God is doing through this, and really, it's just as we come together. You know, we do our bit here at, at, at this end, and we we invite people all around the country to be part of the Vision family, people like you, Anderson, uh, and to to be part of actually making this possible. And and that's what I think actually makes this really special as well, because we're doing something really significant together in the lives of those people from Tambula. Mm. 
Anderson, thanks so much for calling through. Really appreciate uh, your thanks and your comments and uh, just leaving the talkback line open for other listeners if you'd like to be a part of our conversation today. Thanks so much to Anderson in Mount Barker. Let me just pick up on one thing that Anderson said right at the beginning. I'm not sure whether you caught it. Phil, he said, we live in a world that's saying, up yours to God. Mm. Uh, Now, that's a good Aussie expression that really does speak volumes about what we might be perceiving, uh, that people, in some sense, in the mainstream media, may be actually making that gesture to God. And it's very unusual. It's very rare to have the sort of ministry that happens on vision, which uh, is a complete uh, opposite to where that is because we're saying all glory to God. Yeah. But we are in a world that increasingly is saying up yours. We are and I think a really good recent example of that is the 104 year old doctor who recently put himself on a plane uh, to go and uh, be euthanized uh, in Europe uh, because he had lost any sense of purpose for living uh, and the the kind of people there's a number of countries in the world where where this is legal now and God forbid that it ever come, becomes legal in this country but um, when you look at the kind of people who are putting their hand up for that they're often people who are used to being in control they're successful people uh, and this gentleman was was that and they've lost a sense of legacy I thought it was very interesting I saw some research that that showed that these people have lost a sense of legacy. And there's no reason to continue. And basically they're saying, I'm the captain of my own ship and I've run out of steam. So see you later. How tragic is that? And that's where we need to continue to do everything that we can to to say, hey, you are actually created in the image of God. To tell this whole story of God that you were created. God loves you. There was a problem, the fall, we would call it. But God created a solution so that you could become a new creation. And when you have that paradigm shift, you know that is actually where salvation happens. That, that's where you are transformed by the renewing of your mind toward God's way of thinking. And really, that's what vision is doing. With everything that we do, you just this conversation we're having right now, I'm sure there's somebody listening uh, right now. Whoever you are, God loves you. He made you. And he wants to know you, and he has purpose for you. That's at the core of of what vision does through music and conversation and all kinds of things. And it just drives us on. It grieves me to see where people are at, the dead ends that they're going to as as continually they just look inside. And when you look inside, well, the ultimate end to that is where that doctor ended up. And he goes, there is no purpose anymore. Time to end it. Phil, some people will say uh, it's already here. You say, God forbid that that ever comes to Australia. Of course, we know that in Victoria they have passed a euthanasia law uh, still uh, another year or more before the first person will be euthanized there, but illustrating the point that this is a ministry that is needed for those firm foundations. In fact, some people will say that one of the biggest or even the biggest input and blessing to uh, a nation or a civilization that came from Christianity to Western civilization is this concept 
that people have value. Yeah. And whether you're talking about slavery, whether you're talking about the abortion issue, whether you're talking about uh, this euthanasia issue, this is the principle that comes to bear that we are made in the image and likeness of God. And for people who listen to this radio ministry, they'll know that this foundation comes up quite often in our conversations. And when we talk firm foundations, losing that foundation loses the value for all humanity. And we're already seeing suffering that's happening from uh, women and the loss of life of babies and those who are planning to take their own lives because they've given up hope. When we talk firm foundations, Phil, uh, those who are listening to this station will know that they are encouraged in those firm foundations every day. Yeah, it's that sense of value and worth. And, you know, uh, another story I heard actually when I was in Kalgoorlie the week before last which just blew me away, was um, one of the, the ladies who was a counsellor uh, came up and said, look, I've just had a lady share a story with me, which I have to tell you about. Uh, she's an, an older lady, uh, and she was in a, an absolute pit of depression. Uh, her family had uh, rejected her, and she'd fallen into alcohol uh, alcoholism, and, and really she saw no no purpose in life. None whatsoever. And she got to the point where she had decided that she was going to commit suicide. That very day, for the very first time, she happened upon Vision Radio. That was the thing that changed her perspective. She heard words of life. She heard that God loves her. She heard that there is actual purpose. And she decided against taking her life. Now, that only happened two months ago. That's a very, very fresh story. Two months ago. This is happening every day. People are hearing words of life. It is transforming them. And we need to gather together as believers and say, this is important. People need to hear this truth. We need people today like William Wilberforce was in his day. I read a, a great quote of him um, just recently. And of course, uh, he was the, the man, I wouldn't say he single-handedly, but he was the driver behind uh, the change to the slavery laws uh, in England, which were just plainly wrong. He said... There are four things that we ought to do with the Word of God. One is admit it as the Word of God. Two, commit it to our hearts and minds. Three, submit to it. And four, transmit it to the world. And our challenge here at Vision is we want to do all four of those things. We need to be genuine in the way that we live out our faith. We need to know what we believe be committed to it, and we want to transmit it to the world. And and that's exactly what we're doing through Vision. Phil, running short of time, just a few minutes remaining in our conversation. Uh, there'll be people listening to us today and in anticipation that over the next four days we'll be asking for money. Uh, some will have capacity to give a little and uh, scratching together a few uh, a few dollars for a donation. Others who are thinking... Well, you know what, I could give something more substantial. Uh, when you're asking for just a few dollars, that's not where I'm at. I want to give something bigger. You're available, no doubt, through the day today. If people are calling through and they have questions they'd like answered, where's my $10,000 donation? Where's my $50,000 donation going to be used? Where's my $100,000 donation going to be used? Uh, you're open and available to talk to people about all sorts of opportunities uh, that might eventuate with bigger donations today? Of course. Uh, always always happy to talk with people who want to partner with us. Uh, and that's our invitation to you is, will you partner with us in this mission? Um, you know, Jesus sent his disciples, and that's all of us, uh, out on a great commission 
I love breaking that word down into co-mission. It's a mission together, and it's not just together uh, us believers, but it's actually together with God. What an honor that we have that God would want to partner with us to send us as his hands and feet to share his love to the world. We are a part of his team, and he's working out his mission, uh, not only in these time purposes, as we were hearing in a conversation just recently, but his eternal purposes uh, that are being uh, outworked uh, in his will. God is much bigger than any of us can even imagine, and uh, so exciting to be a part of his team for Visionathon. And let me just say, Phil, uh, for those who'd like to call through, uh, you're available. There are other members of the executive team as well. If you're not or if you're on another call, uh, let me encourage listeners uh, to call through and you might call our general number today, but as of tomorrow, you'll be able to call what most listeners on this program recognise as our talkback line, 1-800-316-316. That'll be our number through Visionathon that starts tomorrow. Phil, thank you so much for taking some time to share your thoughts, share your heart, and uh, let me just say... Uh, the Lord's richest blessing on you as you carry uh, a big weight of responsibility into these next four days. I know that there's lots of people around here who'll be looking to your leadership, uh, lots of listeners who'll be interested in every word that you'll speak that will update them as to how the Visionathon goes. So thank you so much for taking some time to share your thoughts with us today. Thank you, Neil. If I could just uh, share Ephesians 5 verses 16 and 17, which says, Make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. Don't act thoughtlessly, but understand what the Lord wants you to do. I think that's a great scripture for us to think about as we approach Visionathon. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.